to episode 11, starting a new week of Thomas and the Bible. We are on Genesis chapter 30, uh, 43, and in some ways, I gotta say, this part of the story is a little disappointing because it's actually a little more coherent. <laughs> um, and actually, from what I've been reading, I think that's because, I mentioned earlier, that's because it was worked on for, you know, like a couple over couple hundred years by uh you know, lots of different people it sort of became more of a like more of a story than an actual dis- description of events so i think that's why it's a little more coherent and stuff but uh you can look that all up uh if you want to um so let's just get right into it though there's still some jokes to be made definitely uh might be do a little more just summarizing than normal though all right chapter 43 uh, if you remember, uh, we left off. The uh, brethren of Joseph had bought food from Joseph. He didn't tell them that he was Joseph. He just sold them the food and then accused them of being spies and um, told them to, if they ever came back to bring back their younger brother. And also he, he, he hang, hung on to uh, Simeon, the other uh, – the one of the brothers. Uh, Joseph sort of just like said, I'm keeping him. And you guys, uh, if you come back and bring your younger brother, you can get you can claim him. So that's where we left off. And the famine was sore in the land, and it came to pass when they had eaten up the corn which they had brought out of Egypt, their father said unto them, "Go again, buy us a little food." And <laughs> so the so the brother that they left with Joseph before they bought you know before they bought that first bit of corn, he must not have been very well liked, <laughs> you know. Poor Simeon, I, I think he just sort of the black sheep of the family, I guess. Uh, they just sort of let him hang out there, you know, and they ate all the corn, all the corn that they had bought, which must have been a lot because you don't make a big journey and buy just like a handful of corn. So uh, after they're like, hmm, no, no, done eating all that food. And then after that, they're like, man, we're out of food. Uh, well, we could go back and buy some more. Like they're not even concerned about Simeon. They're just, they, they're out of food, so they need to go back. <laughs> That's... Must feel pretty crappy for uh, Simeon there. He's just like, do to do. I wonder if they come back. No, I guess not. And Judah spake unto him, saying, "Okay, so the dad just uh, uh, Jacob, J- yeah, Jacob just asked them to go buy more food. And Judah spake unto him, saying, The man did solemnly protest unto us, saying, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you." If uh, if thou wilt send our brother with us, we will go down and buy thee food. But if thou wilt not send him, we will not go down. For the man said unto us, You shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. Hmm. And Israel said, Wherefore dealt ye so ill with me as to tell the man whether ye had yet a brother? And they said, The man asked us, a straightly, uh, asked us straightly of our state and of our kindred, saying, is your father yet alive? Have ye another brother? And we told him according to the tenor of these words. Could we certainly know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said unto Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and thou, and also our little ones. So what's happening here is uh, Judah's saying, Well, we're not going to go buy more food unless you let us take, uh, I think Benjamin is his name, the younger brother, Joseph's actual real brother because these are all remember these are all brethren from (laughs) brothers from another mother's because he had a bunch of concubines and all that as they all do um 
So he's saying you, we got to bring this guy, the the brother, because you we told him, and he told us we have Joseph. Told well, they don't know it's Joseph, but the man told us uh, we got to bring him. And the father's like, "No, you can't bring him. Why did you tell him that you had a brother?" And they said, "Well, we didn't know he was going to make us take him with us." And so uh, Judah says that they they pretty much have to go. Um, sent so he says, "Send the lad with me and." Uh, and we'll go so we can all live. Judah continues, I will be surety for him. Of my hand shalt thou require him. If I bring him not unto thee, and set him before thee, then let me bear the blame for ever. For except we had ling- lingered, surely now we had returned this second time. And their father Israel said unto them, If it must be so now, do this. Take of the best fruits in the land in your vessels, and carry down the man a present. A little balm, a little and a little honey, spices and myrrh and nuts and almonds, and take double money in your hand, and the money that was brought again in the mouth of your sacks, carry it again in your hand. Peradventure it was an oversight. Take also your brother and arise and go again unto the man, and God Almighty give you mercy before the man that he may send away your other brother and Benjamin. If I be bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. So pretty much the father. Jacob or Israel, uh, depending on who you ask, um, pretty much says uh, just be extra careful, take extra money, take a bunch of gifts and everything. He just wants to make sure that the uh, that they don't take Benjamin. Okay, so verse 15. And the men took that present, and they took double money in their hand and Benjamin, and rose up and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. And when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the ruler of the house, Bring these men home and slay and make ready, for these men shall dine with me at noon. And the man did as Joseph bade, and the man brought the men unto Joseph into Joseph's house. And the men were afraid because they were brought into Joseph's house, and they said, Because of the money that was returned in our sacks the first time uh, are we brought in, that he may seek occasion against us and fall upon us and take us for bondmen in our asses. And they came near to the steward of Joseph's house, and they communed with him at the door of the house, and said, O sir, we came indeed down at the first time to buy food, and it came to pass, when we came to the inn, uh, that we opened our sacks, and behold, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack, (laughs) our money in full weight, and we have brought it again in hand. And other money we have brought down in our hands to buy food. We cannot tell who put the money in our sacks. And he said, Peace be to you, fear not, your God, and the God of your father hath given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money, and he brought Simeon out unto them. And then the sons were like, Oh, dude, Simeon, oh, hey, where have you been? Have you been hanging out here this whole time? Oh, oh okay, weird. No, I, I, no I, knew, I thought you were gone. I wasn't sure. I just, what, I didn't know if you were, like, doing something or whatever. Oh, okay, well, cool. Uh, hope you're okay. <laughs> Sorry, forgot about you. And the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and he gave their asses provender. <laughs> and with today's language, I I always for a split second I always think he he means he gave them some provender, like like, and he gave their asses provender. He gave provender their asses, but uh, no, it's it's their asses. It's just funny every time. I don't know why. I'm, I'm kind of an idiot. Let's face it. And they made ready the present against Joseph came at noon, for they heard that they should eat bread there. And when Joseph came home, 
they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed themselves to him and to the earth. And he asked them of their welfare and said, uh, Is your father well? The old man of whom you spake, is he yet alive? And they answered, Thy servant our father is in good health. He is yet alive. And they bowed down their heads and made obeisance. And he lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother of whom ye spake unto me? And he said, God be gracious unto thee, my son. And Joseph made haste, for his bowels did yearn upon his brother, and he sought where to weep. And he entered into his chamber and wept there. I don't think anyone in the world has ever said that their bowels did yearn upon their brother. I don't, you know, I'm sure it's a fine phrase back in the King James English time, but <laughs> sounds weird. So basically what's happened so far is uh, not much. They're having, they're going to have dinner with him and um, they, Joseph says, oh, is this Benjamin? You know, even though he knows what's going on, he's keeping, and I've got to wonder, I'm sort of wondering why Joseph is keeping up this charade at all. What is it doing exactly? I guess he's just—he must be building up to something. But then again, he's—he's he's pretty dim-witted, as we've seen. So, could just completely flop. We'll have to see what happens. Tune in, you know. Stay tuned. And jo oh, I read that. Uh, so he Joseph's crying because he's just so overwhelmed by seeing his younger brother. And he washed his face and went out and refrained himself and said, "Set on bread." And they set on for him by himself. And for them by themselves and for the Egyptians, which did eat with him by themselves, because the Egyptians might not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination unto the Egyptians. Well, you know. And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth, and the men marveled at one another. Marveled at one another. What does that mean? I guess... I, I understand maybe Joseph was marveling at Benjamin. You know, he hasn't seen him in a while. But why is Benjamin marveling back at Joseph? Are they just like st staring at each other, just marveling? Like, oh, wow. Wow, dude. Yeah. The whole the whole time. <laughs> or is it, is it... Is everyone marveling at everyone else? Or were they all doing it? I don't know. Just a funny little language thing. And he took and sent messes unto them before him, but Benjamin's mess was five times so much of any of theirs. <laughs> Benjamin made a mess five times as much. And they drank and were merry with him. So that's the end of that chapter. They basically had dinner, and that, that's pretty much all that happened. So on to chapter 44. Verse 1, And he commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put every man's money in his sack's mouth. Put your money where your sack's mouth is. He said, And put my cup, the silver cup, in the sack's mouth of the youngest, and his corn... Just say the sack. You don't... Do you put it in specifically in the mouth of the sack? Anyway. And his corn money. <laughs> A bully's going to come ask for his corn money. Uh, and he did according to the word that Joseph had spoken. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, they, are, they and their asses. <laughs> Again, he sent their asses, he sent them away, they and their asses. And uh, when they were gone out of the city, and not yet far off, Joseph said unto his steward, Up, follow after the men, 
And when thou dost overtake them, say unto them, Wherefore have ye rewarded evil for good? Is not this it in which my Lord drinketh, and whereby indeed he divineth? Ye have done evil in so doing. And he overtook them, and he spake unto those them those same words. So uh, Joseph's little plan continues, whatever that may be. He's hiding a silver cup of his in the youngest son's sack. And uh, he tells the servants to write up and, and accuse them and say, Who stole the silver cup? And so uh, and the, so the servant does that. And they said unto them, Wherefore saith my lord these words? The brethren are saying unto the servant, God forbid that thy servants should do according to this thing. Behold, the money which we found in our sacks' mouths we brought again unto thee out of the land of Canaan. How then should we steal out of thy lord's house silver or gold? So they say essentially, Why would we steal? We brought the money back that you accidentally gave us last time. How, why would we steal from you? With whomsoever of thy servants it be found, the servants say, both let him die, and we will also, and we also will be my lord's bondmen. Again, what is Joseph's end game here? So he, he plans to keep the youngest son, I guess, and just let him let the rest of them leave. Or I, I guess maybe there just wasn't shit to do back then, and the, and Joseph sort of just, you know. Play, Playing around, or it's just this whole plan is this the charade, you know, this deception that Joseph's doing is <laughs> sort of sort of seems aimless to me. I think maybe Joseph could just be an idiot with no plan. That's probably probably what it is. And he said, "Now also let it be according unto your words. He with whom it is found shall be my servant, and ye shall be blameless." Then they speedily took down every man his sack to the ground. <laughs> Ow. And opened every man his sack. Ow! Ow! And I'm sorry, it's just so funny. I don't know why. The word sack is just so funny to say to me. Uh, and he searched, and began at the eldest, and left at the youngest. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. I knew he had in his sack all along. Then they rent their clothes, and laid at every man his ass, and returned to the city. And Judah and his brethren came to Joseph's house, for he was yet there. And they fell before him on the ground. And Joseph said unto them, What deed is this that ye have done? Wot ye not that such a man as I can certainly divine? And Judah said, Shall we say, What shall we say unto my Lord? What, what shall we speak? Or how shall we clear ourselves? God hath found out the iniquity of thy servants. Behold, we are my Lord's servants, both we and he also with whom the cup is found. And he said, God forbid that I should do so. But the man in whose hand the cup is found, he shall be my servant. And as for you, get you up in peace unto your father. Then Judah came near to him and said, O oh my Lord, let thy servant, uh, let thy servant, I pray thee, speak a word in my Lord's ears, and let not thine anger burn against thy servant, for thou art even as Pharaoh. So what's happened here so far is uh, they went back, uh, Judah went back rather than going to his father because he knew his father would pretty much die if uh, Benjamin was taken. Judah went back to Joseph and said, Oh, well, come on, what's going on? Have mercy on us. And Joseph said, Well, I'm keeping the younger son as a slave. Uh, and so here, what I, where I just stopped at verse 19 through 29, Judah just describes everything that has happened in the last like two chapters. Um, just Just sort of recapitulates that. 
again, if we got rid of that, all the recapitulation and the altar building, I'm telling you, I'd be done. We'd be done with this book already. We'd be done. We'd be saying, huh, okay. Interesting book. Um, so to, actually, I'm just going to skip down to 30 because, like I said, 19 through 29 is a repeat this week. Uh, so don't watch it. Now, therefore, when I uh, take it from this, okay. So pretty much, oh, and the recap ended with the father saying, "If you take my son, then I'll die." And then this is still Judah. He's saying, he's telling all this to Joseph. Now, therefore, when I come to thy servant, my father, and the lad be not with us, seeing that his life is bound up in the lad's life, it shall come to pass when he seeth that the lad is not with us that he will die. And thy servants shall bring down the gray hairs of thy servant our father with sorrow to the grave. For thy servant became surety for the lad unto my father, saying, If I bring him not unto thee, then I shall bear the blame to my father for ever. Now therefore, I pray thee, let thy servant abide instead of the lad a bondman to my lord, and let the lad go up with his brethren. For how shall I go up to my father, and the lad be not with me? lest peradventure I see the evil that shall come on my father. So that's the end of that chapter. What happened at the end there is Judah is pretty much pleading with uh, Joseph to, to take Judah instead of uh, um, Benjamin, the younger son. A lot like Belle did in Beauty and the Beast when the Beast had captured her father. Very. Uh, I think that's where the Bible got the idea from, actually. All right, on to chapter 45. And then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. And he cried, Cause every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud, and the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph, doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. Wow, there's the big reveal we were all waiting for. Wow, Joseph, you really taught him a lesson there with all that stuff you did. I really thought this might be leading up to something, but it was just nothing. Usually there's either like a punchline, like, aha, I got you, I made you do something, you know, or a, a moral, like he teaches them a lesson. But really he just just wasted like two months of their lives and, and a lot of traveling that they did between the two places. Not to mention Simeon having been held captive this entire time like in, in prison. The, again, the brother that nobody cares about apparently has just been, <laughs> just been <laughs> in jail. Uh, man. What a pointless, uh, ineffectual plot that Joseph had. Again, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's an idiot. All right. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that ye sold me hither, for God did send me before you to preserve your life. For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in which there shall be neither earing uh, nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God. And he hath made a father to Pharaoh and the Lord of all his house and a ruler throughout the, all the land of Egypt. 
And here the brothers were probably like, oh, yeah, no, we knew that. <laughs> yeah. We, you think we sold you to the Egyptians because we wanted to? Oh, please. Oh, oh how horrible would that be? What do you, what do you think we are? No, uh, yeah, no. God, God would talk to all of us. Uh, yeah, and, and, uh, we were in on that whole thing. And, uh, <laughs> gotcha, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably what they said there. Haste ye, and go up to my father, and say unto him, Thus saith my son Joseph, God hath made me lord of all Egypt. Come down unto me, tarry not, and thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me, thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and thy flocks, and thy flocks' flocks, and thy herds, and thy herds' herds, and all that thou hast. I added that last bit. Um, And there will I nourish thee, for yet there are five years of famine lest thou and thy household and all that thou hast come to poverty. And behold, your eyes see and the eyes of my brother Benjamin that it is my mouth that speaketh unto you. <laughs> yeah, no, he wasn't doing like a ventriloquist act there or anything. It turns out it was his mouth. So pretty much all that's happened is Joseph has revealed it um, and he says, go get your father and bring everything back. Have him bring everything and the whole, all you own, everything back to Egypt and you can live there. And ye shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt, and of all that ye have seen, and ye shall haste and bring down my father hither. And he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck, and wept, and Benjamin wept upon his neck. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren, and wept upon them, and after that his brethren talked with him. And then after they left, his brethren thought, man, you know, I still, I, I can't help it, I still don't really like that guy, he's just... Oh, let's let's sell him again. I bet we give him an even better price for him now. <laughs> and the fame thereof was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brethren are come, and it pleased Pharaoh well and his servants. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, Say unto thy brethren, This do ye, lade your beasts, and go, get you unto the land of Canaan, and take your father and your households, and come unto me, and I will give you the good of the land of Egypt, and ye shall eat the fat of the land. Now thou art commanded, this do ye, take your wagons out of the land of Egypt, for your little ones and for your wives, and bring your father and come. Also, regard not your stuff, for the good of all the land of Egypt is yours. So all that's happened is, uh, like I said before, J uh, Joseph told him to go get everything, and uh, then also the Pharaoh heard about this, and uh, the Pharaoh said, good idea. I'll uh, also take these wagons and take all your children and wives and everything. Put them, put them and stack them in some wagons and bring them over. Okay. Also, uh, no, I read that. And to the old, and the children of Israel did so. And Joseph gave them wagons according to the commandment of Pharaoh and gave them provision for the way. To all of them he gave each man changes of raiment, but to Benjamin he gave three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of raiment. And this is because Benjamin soils his raiment a lot more than the others, I think. And to his father he sent after this manner ten asses laden with good things of Egypt, and ten she-asses laden with corn and bread and meat for his father by the way. So he sent his brethren away, and they departed, and he said unto them, See that ye fall not out by the way. So don't get lost, I guess. 
And they went up out of Egypt and came into the land of Canaan unto Jacob, their father. And he told them, saying, Joseph is yet alive, and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart fainted, for he believed them not. Yeah, that's because he thought, that that moron, the lord of all of Egypt? No, that's, that's no way. Shut up. <laughs> guy's an idiot. Um, and they told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said unto them. And when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob their father revived. And Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. I will go and see him before I die. And so that's the end of chapter 45. Moving on to chapter 46. So I gotta say, this chapter is actually pretty disappointing. It has a bit of the story, uh, continues it for a minute, and then it just goes back through of all, all of Jacob's children again. Just re recounts all of them. I wonder if maybe whoever was writing, like the people who were writing the Old Testament, were worried. You know, because at this point they didn't have the New Testament, they didn't have later books. Maybe they're worried like, oh, this is not going to be long enough. This is supposed to be the ultimate, you know, holy book for all of of, of God and everything. I only have like sixty two pages. No one's gonna no one's gonna think that. That's like that's like a comic book or something. No one's gonna think that's the, the holiest book in the world. You know, his partner's like, hmm. Well, uh, well, we could add. Well, first of all, double space. You yeah, know, no, I got double space. Oh, okay, damn it. Well, uh, I I got two point two space. And uh, increase the the font just slightly, like like you know, thirteen instead of twelve or something. The guy's like, yeah, yeah, no, okay, good. And then and then also we can add parts where the characters just repeat everything they've done. They just uh, just repeat everything that's just happened. Oh yeah, good idea. That'll work. Okay. Oh, also let's keep recounting every child everyone has had uh, all the time. Just just like three or four times. List all all the children and everything. I mean, people need to know that, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's good. Oh, great idea. Okay. And after all, it's down there like, yes. Okay. 392 pages from 62. Freaking awesome. I think that's what happened. So, uh, let's start on this worthless chapter. And Israel took his journey with all that he had and came to Beersheba and offered sacrifices unto the God of his father, Isaac. And God spake unto Israel in the visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, Here am I. And he said, I am God, the God of thy father. Fear not to go down into Egypt, for I will make of thee a great nation. And I will go down with thee into Egypt, and I will sh also surely bring thee up again. And Joseph shall put his hand upon thine eyes. And Jacob rose up from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried Jacob their father and their little ones and their wives into the wagons which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. And they took their cattle and their goods which they had gotten in the land of Canaan, and came into Egypt, Jacob and all his seed with him. His sons and his sons' sons with him, and his daughters and his sons' daughters, and his daughters' sons and his wife's kids, and his brothers' mothers, and his cousins' uncles, and his uncles' giraffes. All his seed brought with him, again, more of this like repeating everything. All his seed brought he with him unto Egypt. And these are the names of the children of Israel. Here it comes. Which came into Egypt. Jacob and his sons, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and the sons of Reuben, Hanok, and Thalu, and Hezron, and Carmi, and the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, and Jasmine, and Ohad, and Jackson, and Zohar, and Shal, the son of Canaanitish. Oh, interesting. I didn't notice that the first time. And Shal, the son of a Canaanite-ish woman, it says. It actually says that. Like she was sort of Canaanite, like they weren't sure. 
and the sons of Levi, Gershon, Gina Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, and the sons of Judah, Ur, and Onan, and, uh, oh, okay, well, I was going to say Ur and Onan are dead, but here, it's going to say it for me, Ur and Onan, and Shelah, and Perez, and Zerah, but Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan, and the sons of Perez were, were Hezron and Hamul, and the sons of Ishakar, Tola, and Folava, Fuva, Volva, and Job, and Shimron, and the sons of Zebulun, Sered, and Elon, and Jaleel, and the sons of Leah, which she bare unto Jacob, and Pad, and Aram, with his, with his daughter Dinah, all the souls of his sons and his daughters were thirty and three, and the sons of Gad, Ziphion, and Haggi, and Shuni, and Shuni, hmm. Shuni, and Esbon, and Eri, and Arodi, and Areli, not a very creative namer, that one, and the sons of Asher, uh, Jimnah, and Ishua, and Isui, and Beriah, and Sarah, their sister, and the sons of Bariah, Heber, and Malchiel. Uh, just fast forward a few seconds if you're tired of this. I just I thought it'd be fun to read all these dorky names. These are the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to Leah, his daughter, and these she bare unto jo- Jacob, even sixteen souls. Nice round sixteen souls. The sons of Rachel, Jacob's wife, Joseph, and Benjamin. And unto Joseph in the land of Egypt were born Manasseh and Ephraim, which Arseneth, the daughter of Potiphar, a priest of On, bare unto him. Unto him. And the sons of Benjamin were Balah, and Becher, and Achbel, and Gera, and Naaman, and Ehi, and Rosh, and Muppin, and Huppin, and Ard. And these are the sons of Rachel, which were born unto Jacob. All the sons were fourteen. All the souls were fourteen. And the sons of Dan, Hushim, and the sons of Naphtali, Jazeel, and Guni, and Jezer, and Shilam. These are the sons of Bilhah, which Laban gave unto Rachel his daughter, and she bare these unto Jacob. All the souls were seven. All the souls that came with Jacob into Egypt, which came out of his loins, besides Jacob, Jacob's son's wives, all the souls were threescore and six. That's sixty-six. That's a lot of souls. And the sons of Joseph, which were born him in Egypt, were two souls. All the souls of the house of Jacob, which came into Egypt, were threescore and ten. And he sent Judah before him unto Joseph, to direct his face unto Goshen, and they came to the land of Goshen. And Joseph made ready his chariot, and went to meet Israel his father to Goshen, and presented himself unto him. And he fell on his neck, and wept on his neck a good while. Good good five, ten minutes. And Israel said unto Joseph, Now let me die, since I have seen thy face, because thou art yet alive. Joseph said, that, uh, That's it? You just wanted to see my face, huh? You don't want to like... Uh, like talk or, or hang out a bit, play around at golf or something. I don't know, just, just do something. No, I've seen your face, so therefore I can die. And Joseph said unto his brethren and unto his father's house, I will go up and shoe Pharaoh and say unto him, Shoe Pharaoh, don't bother me. My brethren and my father's house, which were in the land of Canaan, are come unto me. And the men are shepherds, for their trade hath been to feed cattle. And they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. And it shall come to pass when Pharaoh shall call you and shall say, What is your occupation? That ye shall say, Thy servant's trade hath been about cattle from our youth even until now. Both we and all our fathers, uh, also our fathers, that ye may dwell in the land of Goshen. For every shepherd is an abomination unto the Egyptians. So they don't like shepherds. Um, so pretty much all that happened is... Jacob, or Israel, brought his whole family, 66 people, and all their stuff and everything, and came down to Joseph. And Joseph said, oh, cool, I'm going to tell the Pharaoh. And Joseph told the Pharaoh, 
And uh, then Joseph instructs them, not, don't don't tell them you're shepherds because they hate they freaking hate shepherds. Just say that you uh, manage cattle. Some I guess that's better or something. Um, and that's it. That's the end of chapter forty six. It was a pretty fast one because there was a lot of worthless stuff in that chapter or in that selection. So uh, great start to another week, and I hope you're enjoying this. And feel free to always let me know at comments at thomasandthebible.com. And uh, thanks a lot. See you guys next time. Bye.